Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored, all-volunteer-powered rock and roll radio station. This week, we have an interview with Tucson muralist Joe Padgett. He recently completed a new mural on the side of the YMCA building in downtown, and so we wanted to share his story. The interview is part of the Meet the Artist series from the Tucson Gallery, and we'll have that for you in just a moment. My name is Tom Heath. Today is September 24th, 2023, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar, where each and every Sunday our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts within Tucson's urban core, and we shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From May Mountain to the University of Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org, also available on your iPhone or Android with our very own Downtown Radio Tucson app. If you are interested in connecting with us directly on the show, we have a Facebook and Instagram page, and uh, if you want information on our book, past episodes, or uh, to hit our contact page, then head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org, and if you're out there listening to the, the uh uh, the podcast, you can find that on Spotify, iTunes, uh, all all the major platforms out there. Well, as I've mentioned a few times on this show, I am uh, partners with uh, a couple of um, a couple of others in the Tucson Gallery, and we are bringing Tucson artists to the world scene by connecting them with all the people that pass through downtown Tucson, and we're also celebrating how lucky we are in Tucson to have such a tremendous talent pool. And one of those talented artists is Joe Padgett. We uh, uh, talked with him earlier in the year as part of our Meet the Artist series. So this is something done through the Tucson Gallery. I have the pleasure of hosting that podcast as well. And we've talked to a lot of local artists. And uh, sometimes there's some crossover. And it makes sense to, uh, to share the information on a different platform. So the interview you're going to hear today is from Joe Padgett. It was done as part of Meet the Artist. And it was done over the Tucson Gallery. So here's some reference to that throughout the interview. But it's appropriate now because if you go downtown and next to the YMCA there on the west side of the building, right near the, uh, uh, the back side of the Presidio Museum, you're going to see a beautiful new mural. It was just completed by Joe. So we thought, you know, it's a good time to, to share his story and get that back out there in the world. Welcome to the show, Mr. Joe Padgett, Rhymes with Magic. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. The, um, uh, I, I think a lot of people, when they see your name on the murals, they're not exactly sure how to pronounce it, so we always tell them it's Joe Padgett, like like magic. Yeah, that's that's the way to do it here in America. I was actually I just got back from uh, finding some of my old relatives in Slovakia, and they pronounce it Pagac. It's a, a pastry over there. So. Well, there's nothing that rhymes with that. So no, we're, we're going to sure stick. Isn't. We're going to so we'll go with Padgett. We'll yeah, go with Padgett and magic, and I think that's uh, it's appropriate because people see your work and they're like, man, there's some kind of magic going on there. You you uh, you've been a Tucson muralist for how long? Uh, I started when I was 24, so it's 18 years I've been doing this full time. Wow. How, yeah. how do you get, like, what were you doing before that? Uh, I was a loan officer for a little while. I was a, I did not know that. an assistant manager at Einstein's Bagels. I worked busing tables at TGI Fridays. Were you doing art was, th- during this time too? Or, or no. you just like, you know what? I'm tired of this bagel. I'm going to go climb on a scaffolding and paint something on the wall. And, 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 and how's how do you get from bagels to, to, you murals? know, so I was in college, didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. And uh, my sophomore year, I took a drawing 101 class just to kind of fill the space. I needed a full load of credits. And the teacher took me out in the hallway 
And she was like, wow, you're so good at this. Like, are you, you an art major? I was like, no, no, no. And she was like, you should do it. You should do it for a living. I was like, nobody makes a living as an artist. Right. You know, it's like the joke is, you know, what is the, what does the artist say to the engineer or whatever? Do you want fries with that? So (laughs) I, uh, you know, I was like, really, you think I could make a living at this? And she was like, yeah. So I ended up just switching majors became an art major. And Holy then when crap. I graduated, I didn't really know what to do with that. So I put an ad in the paper artist for hire. And I think because murals are their own billboards, it's just, I started getting more and more mural calls, when, you know, cause I was doing everything at first. <laughs> what, then, what was your first mural? Do you remember? I think the first mural I did that was for just a total stranger. It was a fence between a guy's yard and his neighbor's yard. He had me paint an underwater scene uh, and he had me include naked mermaids on it. And he had me paint the neighbor's side too, while she was out of town and she came home and was like furious and then <laughs> actually built a wall right against his fence. Oh my gosh. But, um, but it was a, a cool mural. And then, you know, it was just like, like just little jobs and the more murals I did. Wait, the is, more, a, is a mural still there? Like, can you still kind of see it if you, you know, I between don't, the fence? And I haven't the, driven by there. It's in a neighborhood over by where Magic Carpet uh, Golf used to be. Yeah, we don't want to be too specific with all yeah. your fans. They'll start, a, they'll start a, <laughs> right. a, a, a frenzy over there tearing up, tearing up uh, the neighborhoods. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I bet if that guy is still in that house, that mural is still there. 18 years. 18 oh my years. Gosh. So, and, um, and then, yeah. so you do one and, and then someone sees that and like, man, this is pretty cool. Can, can, can you do one for me? Yeah. So it's all, it was word of mouth. And then I ended up getting hired by a, uh, interior designer and she would actually, we were doing a whole bunch of murals up in like fancy houses in the foothills. And so it was a lot of like, you know, Tuscan scenes and stuff like that. But, um, I did that for a number of years for her and she, the, the condition was she got to sign my work, but I could use it in my portfolio cause she already had a big name going. Okay. So like right off the bat, you know, in my, in my mid twenties, I was already getting these big commissions to paint these Italian murals. And I was getting to like paint for three weeks and then go to Italy for two weeks and then paint for three weeks and then go to Mexico. And so it kind of started this lifestyle that I still keep going where like, as soon as I've got money in the bank to leave town, I go travel or hike for five months or, you know, whatever. And the brief time that I've, that I've actually known you, you've been hiking across the United States. You've flown to Hawaii to see a volcano. You've, you've flew somewhere to get involved with a avalanche, you know, you'd make snow angels. Right. Yeah. You just got back from Europe and, uh, and somewhere in there you decided you're going to walk across uh, Tucson to raise money for the food bank dressed as a hot dog. Yeah. And I haven't known you that long. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this was all in the last year, I think everything you just no, probably listed. La- probably the last six months. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's just how I've always kind of lived my life since being an adult is like, as soon as there's money in the bank, I, I hit the road. Um, you and I have different definitions <laughs> of being an adult. I'm just saying, but it's, but that's good. That's awesome, man. It's, it's, it's fantastic. And then you get, you get to the way you generate your money, I think brings you enjoyment too, right? Yeah. I mean, for the most part, there's, you know, there's some jobs that I love more than others. Um, I think a lot of the bigger scale stuff gets into more feeling like you're doing a construction job. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'm like hanging off a nine story building on a window washer scaffold and like, you know, a hundred degree heat and it's humid and I'm miserable and like, afraid for my life and I'm doing that for weeks. So you get, you get, there's some trade-offs, right? All right. I guess if you do that, you can go to Hawaii. Yeah. That, that's, that seems yeah. fair. I mean, I think it's, it's not as glamorous once you start getting into the really large scale murals. Um, the one I'm working on this week is over at 
FC Tucson, which is a soccer club mm -hmm. and it's indoors. It's ground level. It's like a nice flat wall. Yeah. It's air conditioned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so nice. And I just, I put on like podcasts and audiobooks while I'm working or call friends. I haven't talked to in a while and just chat while I paint. So those are the, those are the dream jobs. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So if I, so if you're a muralist to you, uh, the advice is to find the indoor ground level air conditioned jobs. Exactly. Not the only this. problem is those ones don't advertise for themselves. You, gotta, you know, it's the scary outdoor ones that keep getting your business. What, what's like the, cause you've done, let's, let's be clear. You've done murals all over the United States. You've done Washington yeah. DC to, I mean, where, where, where is Joe Padgett art right now? So I have a whole bunch in Washington DC. Um, I've done them in Miami, Las Vegas, LA, tons of them in Phoenix. Uh, I have a whole bunch in Pecos, Texas, weirdly, because it's one of those things where once I did one, they kept bringing me back. Um, so I've gotten around quite a bit. And does your style remain the same? Like when you look at a Joe Padgett in Tucson, especially with the more recent, you know, last 10 years, there, there is some element that people would recognize as being Joe Padgett. Do, do you, do you, does that sort of carry through? Do you have bicycles? you have uh, jackalopes riding bicycles in, in Vegas? Uh yeah, there's like buff the one in Vegas, the big one I did was for Buffalo Exchange. And so there's like buffalo floating on balloons and like helping each other up to, you know, grab clothes out of trees and stuff like that. So some of that carries over. The ones in DC I don't think you would recognize as mine at all. They're much more realistic. They're, you know, historical people and events and stuff like that. Yeah, so I, I do remember uh, I don't know how many years ago, but you did that mural of the uh the postal worker, the jazz musician. Yeah, yeah. And that, that got like national attention. Cause I remember reading about that in a lot of different pit newspapers. Yeah. So that one has gotten a ton of attention. Some of the murals I do, the, the one here in Tucson, actually, uh, with the people and animals riding bicycles that I did in 2017, I see that everywhere when mm -hmm. I'm traveling, people use it as a, just if they're talking about Tucson in a magazine or a news article, that one shows up a lot, which is really cool to see. Yeah. So then do, they don't get your permission to do that, right? Because it's a public art or. Right. Anything. Yeah. As long as you're showing like the surrounding area, too, if it's just a street shot, it's it's fair game. Right. And they're not advertising anything besides Tucson. Gotcha. But um, for me, I'm not super litigious or anything anyway. Like I just love having that art goal around the world and knowing that people are excited about it and want to use it to represent the city. Do you ever reach back out to your, uh, your, the uh, drawing teacher that encouraged you? Do you ever? Yeah. You know what I did? I went back and found her years later and I was so excited to tell her that I had made a living at it. And she had no idea who I was. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, she had a lot of students, I'm sure. So, um, what? Yeah. Uh, aren't but, you that uh, pastry guy? Pajak? <laughs> what is that? What is yeah. that? Although I did recently like two years ago, I was on a road trip and I looked up my high school art teacher because I, you know, I took some art classes before and I looked her up. She was in uh, Idaho and she was super excited. We went and got dinner together and it was really cool to see nice. her and catch up. So, nice. um, yeah, and she still follows me. I think a lot of my my art teachers and just regular teachers from uh, earlier life still follow me. I'm friends with them on Facebook and stuff. So. <laughs> I think most of my teachers have disowned me by this point, but uh, I'm glad that Joe has that following. Hey, we'll be back to the uh, second part of that interview with Joe Padrick in just a few minutes. But first, I want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar, and we're on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM and streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 1824.
0-9-0-0-2-0. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. All right, uh, let's get back into this interview. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Joe Padgett, a Tucson muralist. Uh, the uh, the uh, actual interview was recorded earlier in the year as part of the Tucson Galleries Meet the Artist series. Uh, there's more information on their website, the TucsonGallery.com. There's a whole video section or whole media section and all the different podcasts. But occasionally we do see crossover making sense between uh, the two shows. And since Joe Padgett just completed a mural in downtown on the YMCA, we thought, you know what, let's bring that interview back and make sure everybody... Here's Joe's story. I mean, is there a retirement plan for muralists? Like, how do you, I mean, is there a transition? Do you start doing um, like more traditional canvas art or are you just always going to be hanging yeah. off of roofs? So I already am working on, um, I'd really like to get more involved with like the national parks and stuff like that. Cause one of my big loves is just being outdoors and hiking and camping. So um, in the background, uh, you know, in my evenings, I'm uh, home working on a whole bunch of designs and stuff like that for the national park system. Um, and I'm hoping to start getting that going more. Um, one of my dreams would be to just travel from national park to national park in a van or something and just while wow. I'm there, work on merchandise and artwork for them and then travel to the next one. We'll see. And it just combines um, perfect. Everything yeah. just gets combined into one thing. That's perfect. Totally. So we'll see. That's kind of one of the things I'm pushing for right now. Um, I have a number of kids books that I've like written and illustrated, but they're just not quite where I want them to be yet. Oh, wow. Um, so I even have like printed out hard copies of them, but I just like, they're not quite where I want to put them out in the public. Um, so that's another, and you, little, you said you're writing them. So you're doing the story as well the as story the illustrations. And the illustrations yeah. yeah. Um, and then I also like, you know, on top of everything else I'm doing, uh, I have now like four properties that I've bought and fixed up over the years and made all fun and quirky and artsy. So it's kind of mm. like, a, I just anything I can do where I'm like, creating something with my hands mm -hmm. makes me happy. So construction falls into that really well, actually. And, and I remember when we were talking originally about the gallery and one of the, the goals here was to help uh, up and coming artists get uh, a little bit more knowledge, exposure, and a chance to meet some of the, um, some of the uh, more experienced and seasoned artists. And I was like, what, what advice would you give to a muralist that's starting out? And you said, don't do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's a great, if you've got what it takes to come out and you have to be, well, you have to be good at art, but you've also got to be good at marketing yourself and doing business and doing all the paperwork and stuff like that. Like on a good year, I would say I do painting a third of the time and the rest of it's like going to meetings and, you know, doing mock-ups and like doing all the tax work and all that stuff. So it's not, it's not just painting every day unless you have an agent, but, yeah. um, the tax stuff gets you every time. Tax stuff. Yeah. Do, when you're doing, uh, doing these mock-ups, I'm assuming there's a combination, but how often does someone come to you and say, just create us something or do they come and say, Hey, we want, we want pigs on balloons or, it's the full range. Um, I honestly, I prefer when people have something they want. If someone just says, create me something awesome. I want it awesome. I want it different than anything else you've ever done, but I want it just like your style. That's really hard. <laughs> that's, where the, that's where the magic comes in, right? That's where, yeah. Oof, there you go. Yeah. And sometimes I just get those like, you know, I'll be laying in bed at night at, you know, 11 o'clock at night. It's like, I've got it. And I got to wake up and, you know, 
put like, it down. It yeah, it's, but uh, sometimes those are hard. And if somebody comes to me and they say, you know, I want a buffalo floating on balloons, I can put that together quick. So your 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 some of your ones here in Tucson, like the whales, was that you or was that a so the whales? The whales was me. It was actually they made me tone it down. It originally the whales had. Uh, little saguaro scenes on their backs they were like little floating islands with birds circling them and there were scuba divers on bicycles riding on a beach below them and then floating and swimming up to swim with the whales and they made me tone it down wow they were like that's a little much (laughs) so um yeah some of that stuff gets gets pulled in when you've got corporate sponsorship what's the what's the what's the process then do you do you create something on paper do you is it digital how, how do you get like like that that exists somewhere the, the scuba diving bicycle riding yeah. yeah yeah um so now i do everything on the ipad i switched over a few years ago i just procreate which is i think what every single artist out there uses now but uh before it was like pencil drawings and you know then i'd scan them into the computer and try to manipulate them in photoshop a little bit and then go from there but um yeah i mean i have so many mural designs and uh just art designs in general that because a lot of times it's like three or four designs will go to a client and they shoot down you know three of them and uh yeah so they're all just sitting there unused and unseen and then scaling it to a large building so do you is it math how do you how do you it's uh it's just a grid like geometry was actually a really useful class listen up kids geometry geometry it's not just for not just the art for all of this stuff for sculpture and art and i do a lot of like you know building stuff for hotel congress for years building you know like the taco temples and the taco and the hands and all that it's all geometry and construction stuff but um yeah it's just a grid i put a little grid on the on the drawing and then a huge grid on the wall and i just fill in square by square kind of where stuff's going to go roughly and then from there once i kind of know where stuff's going um, I just learned the hard way, yeah. you know, it's like you're, you're up there on the wall and you're like, there's no way a nose is this big. And then, so you make it smaller and then you get down after a couple hours of painting and realize you made it way too small. So <laughs> I just trust, trust the, grid, the process, trust, trust the grid, the pro- and then the it, grid. it gets things to look right in the end. And let's, uh, some of your projects, is it, there's a sculpture coming, I think, or is it out? Yeah. On, so on? it's the sculpture's done. Um, we're just waiting for the install, but it's going right up on the river path between uh, it's like St. Phillips Plaza and the Rito racetrack. So it's going to be, it's a javelina riding a tandem bicycle. It's riding on the front and you can sit on the back and take photos with it and stuff like that, but it's life size and it's going to be super cool. It's my first bronze sculpture. I've got a sculpture down in the airport already between the ticket counters that I did that I did all by hand, but this one's this one's had the help of a foundry. Yeah, so do you have any idea of the release date for that uh, tandem bike? I don't know. We're hoping to get it in in the next week. But oh, then, yeah, yeah. Um, we actually almost installed it this week, but there's crazy weather going on and we didn't want to install it while it was snowing. So um, <laughs> I think it's going to go in this coming week, but it's going to be, I think we have to let it set up with the concrete and stuff like that. So I think like next month will be the unveiling and I'll, I'll definitely let everyone know about it. A couple last questions here. Yeah. These are just for my benefit, but do you do you work on multiple projects at the same time or are you one and then move on to the next? No, I'm, I always have like 10 or 15 projects in the pipeline that I'm 
in different stages. That's of. why I can never get a hold of you. Right. <laughs> yeah. So there's always like the one or two that I'm currently painting and then the ones that I'm working on uh, mock-ups for and then ones I'm going to, you know, initial meetings for or calls. And then it's uh, so it's it's a constant thing. And then all these cities where you're putting up murals, am I is Tucson really as special as I think it is with the amount of muralists we have here? Or is this really something we have across the country and it's just, I see it cause I'm in Tucson. No, I think Tucson, Tucson's got a couple great things. One that I noticed is we have a huge painting season. Like you go anywhere else and it's rainy or it's snowing or it's, it's just not good for painting. So it's really good to paint here cause you can paint almost year round. Um, the other thing is Tucson's just super supportive of the arts in general. People like to put their money into it. They like to put the press on it. They like go and take photos with it and support it, you know, with their own pocketbooks if they can. It's it's a really supportive city. And in general, we also have less vandalism of murals here. I mean, occasionally stuff gets tagged, but compared to a lot of cities, like there's plenty of cities out there that you just can't keep a mural up. People tag over it within days and it's just destroyed. So um, Tucson's a great place for murals. And I think there's very few cities like that in the country that really are as supportive and have that many muralists. But I think one of the things is that Tucson is drawing them in and the ones that are coming up are like really getting supported well and can make a living at it. So it makes it easier to. Yeah. I was, I was thinking of just from the talent standpoint, but without the community support, without the respect, I guess, yeah, it doesn't matter how talented you are. If you, if you can't paint cause someone's not going to pay you or they're going to tag it or it's going to be snowing. Right. Yeah. 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 So, and I think that's what keeps a lot of the talented people here is, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> it's supportive. I actually, when I graduated college, I was talking to all my classmates and I was like, yeah, what are you guys doing when you graduate? And every single person was going to Los Angeles or New York. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I'm going to stay here. You know, nobody's staying here. I'm going to see what I can do here if there's no artists here. So were you born in Tucson as well? Yeah, I was born in Tucson. But, um, you know, and for a number of years, I was one of the only muralists here working. So, um, you know, slowly, slowly more murals have come up and now there's a huge community. But for a long time, I was like the only guy out there that was getting the calls, I think. So it made it. Do you, do you have influences? Do you follow people on Instagram that you look at their stuff or you just don't, I really like, I'm not super into social media. And so, um, I go on and post stuff on there, Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not really into yeah, I, you know, I know we have time. You don't, you don't have to have time. Right. And if I do waste time on there, it's on Reddit. And like, I, I don't know. And I'm not following any art stuff on Reddit <laughs> either. It's like just all garbage. So I try to delete it when I can. Occasionally I'll reinstall it. But Where can people find, you know, what you're posting? What's your Instagram, Facebook? Yeah. So my Instagram, um, I have Joe Padgett, which is my art stuff. And then Joe Padgett, the person is all my like other stuff I'm up to my hiking and traveling and stuff like that. Um, the hot dog hike that I'm putting together mm-hmm. to raise money for charity. Let's talk about is, that. So oh, you, sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's when, when it, first of all, what is this and when is it happening? So when I was hiking the Pacific crest trail, I was doing a lot of wearing costumes while we were hiking. And I jokingly, uh, was talking to some of the people I was hiking with about getting hot dog costumes next and nobody was into it. But I thought when I got home, I would do it. And then I thought, well, if I'm doing that, I should do it for charity and make a spectacle out of it. And then I mentioned it to a number of people and they were all really into it and wanted to join. So I decided to just turn it into a big thing. So we've got 30 people dressed up as hot dogs hiking from March 15th to the 19th. Uh, We're going through the Rincons and the Catalinas. It's going to be about 20 miles a day. So it's going to be brutal. It's going to be a hard hike. Uh, And then the hope is to just 
you know, make a spectacle and steer people toward donating to the food bank. And uh, so you can go to hotdoghike.com. And then that's, that, I'm surprised that URL wasn't taken already. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it was a little more expensive than .net or .org, but I, I paid the extra for it. <laughs> hotdoghike.com. Hotdoghike.com. So that that has all the all the information about it and you can donate there and then uh yeah my other ones it's just joe pagic or joe pagic the person um, p-a-g-a-c p-a-g-a-c yeah and then you can also just if you go on google and type like joe muralist tucson that'll pull me up and you can find me from there yeah you go on google and uh, find yourself with that easy of a search you're doing something well right yeah <laughs> That was our interview with Joe Padgett. It was recorded uh, through the Tucson Gallery's Meet the Artist series. If you want more information on the gallery or uh, the other artists that have been a part of that podcast, you can head over to the uh, TucsonGallery.com's website. Uh, they are also on Spotify uh, um, under, um, uh, I believe it's called Meet the Artist. It might be Tucson Gallery, um, but you can certainly find them on Spotify as well. Well, my name is Tom Heath, and you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM and streaming at downtownradio.org. You're listening Support to KTT for Downtown Radio is provided by the Tucson Gallery, located in downtown Tucson, outside of the Puppet Shops at 300 East Congress Street. The Tucson Gallery offers original work, reproductions, and merchandise for Tucson artists like Joe Padgett, Jessica Gonzalez, Ignacio Garcia, and many more. For information about all the artists, including when they're opening up at the gallery, head to tucsongallery.com or find them on Instagram and Facebook as Tucson Gallery. KTDT, Tucson, Arizona, 99.1 FM. Downtown Radio. Thank you very much. Enjoy your evening. Bye-bye. Well, we hope you enjoyed our interview with Joe Padgett, uh, courtesy of the Tucson Gallery and their Meet the Artist series. The, uh, the talent we have in Tucson is just completely amazing to me. And when I just have the opportunity to talk with, with these uh, really brilliant people, it just it's, it's overwhelming and humbling to know that they're just amongst us here in the community and just going about their business. Speaking about going about their business, Ted Prozelski is going to be up here in just a few minutes with Words and Work. It's his weekly show where he interviews writers and others from the labor movement. And uh, we're always looking for new content and topics for life along the streetcar. You know, you've got to be involved. You've got to be passionate about something, and you're listening to this hyper-local show. So you're probably in tune with uh, your town. So let us know your comments, your questions, your concerns, and if you've got a Tucson-focused social media account or you know someone who does, uh, like last week with Old Pueblo Curiosities, let us know, you know, because th this collaboration is really the key to uh, creating a more impactful community dialogue. And if you want to reach out to us and share a hidden gem or, or tell us about a story we should cover or uh, tell us that we're doing a great job or we're not doing a great job and here's how you could, then you can email us through our, our contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. You can also uh, head over to Facebook and Instagram and share some comments there or tag us in something that you think we should be covering. Well, each week we have the uh, courtesy and luxury of uh, playing Ryan Hood as uh, our opening music, and we want to thank them for that. Today uh, we're going to leave you uh, with some music from the uh, Future Islands. This is back from uh, 2020. And in honor of our uh, guest today, it's an album called As Long As You Are, and the song is called The Painter. 
I hope you have a great week and tune in next Sunday for more life along the streetcar. Fear of black and yellow is pushing in the blue. Here I made willow traces of you. Crushing a piano.